Hey, Marcus. Yo. You like movies? Yes, I do. I like movies, too. Hey, Marcus, you ever smoke PCP? Not yet. Uh, yeah, so so far the, the answer hasn't really changed much, but we change like the seasons. You know what I'm saying, baby paw? Yeah, yeah. I got some I got some in the refrigerator. I just you just got yet. You just got some leak chilling in the fridge? Mm-hmm. Um uh bro, we are zebras in America. I am I'm Jane Blampion, um with <laughs> with our with our co host, friend, uh Marcus. Bronco Pin. Bronco Pin, you know what I'm saying? We can't be stopped. Nothing can stop us. Uh, yeah, so we've been we're we're back. We're you know don't get don't get too used to it. But our goal is to be back. Figure it out, you know. Um, Backish you, like Anthony Mackie. Anthony Anderson. You, sorry, Anthony Anderson. Enough of yous have been you know saying we need the zebras back. We need them back. So, so we're back, uh, working on um, our our year end list, but we're not there yet. My year end list is not going to have ten movies, by the way, Marcus. That's fair. I I I scratched to get ten, and I may keep it realer than real and just go with my top, whatever. I might not be confined to ten because they're really. I really don't have ten favorite movies, so I might be joining you. I watched a lot, but just, I. Uh, I mean, I took a few months off from movies because I was just like, I just, I, you know, I was tired of watching movies in my house. First world problems, I know, but I just got tired yeah. of it, man. Yeah. So, you know, we're doing, been going to the movie theaters, been, you know. Really taking advantage of the Criterion Collection. Uh, really, re- you know, watched every single Marvel thing on the Disney Channel. Did we talk about Encanto last week? I don't think so. I didn't see that. Oh, it's nice. The... It's nice. I'm sure you know? it is. It, it turns like... <laughs> out I don't hate everything Lin-Manuel Miranda does, you know. Uh, sure. But this movie really, like, you know how... You know how, like, Cobra Kai is, like, accidentally a show that, like, unpacks familial trauma and male masculinity in, like, a very easy-to-digest way that's also pretty cool? Absolutely. I don't know how much Johnny is progressing, but yes. Which one's Johnny? The Cobra Kai, the the blonde-haired guy. It's, like, at a certain point, fine, in your day things were different and... Don't be a pussy. I'm, I'm quoting him. I'm not endorsing that term. In it, but it's like after four seasons, we're about to be in the fifth season. It's like... Oh, I haven't okay, gotten dude, that far. Understand. I'm just saying that that show ended up being like, why is this show act like actually about some very complicated... Oh, hell yeah. A- absolutely. ...topics. And Encanto is this like magical realism musical about ancestral trauma... And they're just doing it. They're, you know, sometimes Disney does that. Is is Disney like this multi-billion-dollar company that has a lot of issues? Yes. Are they also sometimes making the the best entertainment for young people? Yes. Sure. I think that's always been the case throughout from day one. A little more problematic back in the day, 
than yes. now, but still, there's always been like, oh, timeless stuff for kids and for families, and there's also some bad things to unpack that still haven't fully been unpacked, and oh, new yeah. stuff, too. But yes, and, you're... And even how... So, I read this article about someone that was really appreciating the... Even in Encanto, which is just about this magical house and this candle that gives people powers and stuff in, in this family that people appreciated that they were really careful and thoughtful about the different skin colors of the kids that mm-hmm. that there were dark skin light skin medium all the way in between because you know the central america and south america is not phenotypically one way so people appreciated that that was apparently a big issue for some people with uh, in the heights so yeah but but more than just since day one whether it's telemundo whether it's every time there is a a latin crossover pop star just like for a very 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 long time and i think these last few years now that there's more outlets to express you know dissatisfaction dissatisfaction rather you know i think people are you know hearing it more it's like when you think of colombia everywhere from either colombia to puerto rico to mexico to to wherever anything latin based what what is represented a lot of times is very mono lighter blue eyed you know so i have seen images of encanto and i see there's like dark haired nappier folks there's medium skin there's lighter skin I, I i did catch that in in the i might see like a trailer or a little image from it or somewhere scrolling twitter or something so i think that's cool especially yeah. for the age range it's it's cool that i assume adults can enjoy it so it's like adults can watch it with their kids you know and you can kind of learn something from that you know what i'm saying so that seems cool i'm down yeah. with that uh Yo, you seen anything in the theaters recently? Anything good? Recently? No. The last... I it, Well, about a month ago, I was in the theater before things got crazy again, uh, COVID-wise. Um, I went and saw... I think I mentioned this last episode. I saw Benedetta and uh, Bruno Dumont's latest film, France, back-to-back. Um, both, both were very good. But since then, things have just been a little crazy, so just kind of chilling at home i'm watching things that can be streamable watching a lot of tv shows i i'm i'm yellow jackets i'm not getting paid to say this but folks need to watch that show it's 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 really good yeah, and this been, most recent season of cobra kai you've been texting me about yellow jackets it's also just a good thing it's cool to watch by yourself obviously but watching it like with whether you have a partner or a friend or something like it's because it's like murder mystery things get a little crazy it's 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 it's, it's really cool I'm actually, I don't want to say theater. I'm going to see something later today that I had to sign an NDA for. So that's, I guess that's all I can say about that. So um, Yeah, dude, what? I don't know. It just kind of came out because I just finished signing it and sending it. So it's, it's on the brain. And you asked going to see something. So technically today I am going to, but that's all I'm allowed to say. I don't know. So. Yeah, now you got me. I mean, I'll tell you off record. It's not that it, it, it's not as serious as it sounds. Uh, okay. Did you see the Matrix Four? I did. Uh, you know, here's my thing. You know how excited I was for the Matrix Four. 
Well, you're a Wachowski, um, you're a Wachowski sisters fan, like I think across the board. I don't know if you've delved, delved into Cloud Atlas too much, but outside of that, I think you, you it's pretty clear you're a fan of their work. So Cloud, I At- so. Cloud Atlas is maybe my favorite Wachowski movie. Oh, see, I, oh, I'm so stuck on your love of Speed Racer. I also kind of sometimes forget no, see, Cloud Atlas exists. Right. Y'all y'all get stuck on the fact that I like the movie Speed Racer because y'all hate the movie Speed Racer. Some of us do. I think now more there's more fans of that movie are coming out of the woodworks. I think I'm not I'm not including you in this group. I do think some folks, which is a problem been, in general. I, I think I've no been, no, you 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 you're, you're day one. But I think Speed Racer, Jack and Jill, it, it, it's one of those like movies where I know this movie is bad, but I have to, like... I go out of my way to tell people I like it because I know people think it's bad kind of movies. When it gets it gets in that gray area of, like, okay, do you like it or not? Like, if you really like it, you don't have to, like, smirk about it. Just, like, you like it. You don't have to be all edgy letterbox person about it. Then Just, if you like it, you like it. You don't have to... You don't have to make it your personality. Um, sorry for my little rant, but go ahead. Yeah, to me, Speed Racer is, like... The Wachowskis, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, and okay. I will, and I will not be elaborating. That's fair. You could almost say that, but you could say that about like Cloud Atlas. You could say it about this most recent Matrix movie. Also, no, no, Speed Racer no? is is oh, all right, all right. But also, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy isn't my favorite Kanye West album. Fair. I think it is mine, but I don't care about Kanye West anymore. I just. Yeah, he just I, kind of sucks. He just to me, I just sort of shrugged, shrugged it away. It like you, you had a lot of potential, and now you're just acting like a just not, blank. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. No, that, like no, you, you said it perfectly. It's just a shrug. His drink yeah. champs interview was it was 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 entertaining, interesting, but I do think some shots he took were just so unwarranted. Like, going at Just Blaze the way he did was a little like, what's the point of that? Or going at well, Big Sean, who I'm very indifferent towards, but it's like, Big Sean is your artist, and he's like a huge star. Why talk bad about him? I I, I don't know. I just think went, now... He, you know. Well, also, like... All right, so... From, for our fans who don't listen to Drink Champs, the rapper Noriega has a rap... has an interview show called Drink Champs, and his interviews last year with the rapper Cameron and Kanye West are considered some of the greatest rapper interviews of the past couple of years. The Cameron one, because if you know anything about Cameron, he really just, he's very unfiltered. And yes. it was just very funny, very interesting, very elucidating stories about his life and the musicians around him and Kanye West was like is like all right well if you want to watch someone with bipolar who's not on his meds who's who's getting divorced from his family uh, yeah. say a lot of bad things about their friends you will find this very entertaining what i can say from a social worker perspective is that is that that's what it is you're watching someone who's not on their meds and let me also preface this that not every single person with a personality disorder needs to be on meds there are 
I don't think that just because you have something means you have to be on meds. With certain personality disorders, your life will be made easier with some sort of help. Now, that could be therapy, that could be therapy and meds, that could be therapy and yoga, that could be, you mm. know, there's this idea that people are like, oh, I'm going, it's like a picture of the gym, They're like I'm take, I'm going to therapy right now. Like, no, let's, therapy is therapy. Other stuff could be therapeutic, right? Therapeutic, right. Therapeutic, like going to the movies for me is therapeutic. Yeah. Talking to you right now is therapeutic. When I go to the gym, therapeutic, right? When I wash dishes, it's meditative. When I take a walk, it's meditative. When I finish jujitsu, right? And I'm the person that's mopping the floors, it's meditative. Now, is it meditation, right? Is yeah, the gym no. therapy? No. No, and there are there. It, I, for most people, there is no substitute. Don't get me wrong. There's alternative versions of therapy. There's somatic therapy, dance therapy. There's all types of therapy, and there's all types of meditation. But they are not substitutes. So I'm not saying that people with bipolar need to be on meds, but they should be. It's for their own good to be seeing a therapist and it might very much help them to be to consider meds i do not think some people think that if you take meds for your mental health needs that's somehow a failure that's that's a really naive unfortunate way to look at things because if you have low blood pressure and you take blood pressure pills it's you're like oh yeah right if you're in the house and the house is cold and you turn up the heat, you're like, yeah, okay. When when I'm having asthma flares, I take my asthma pump where I take an antihistamine and I'm okay. Yeah. Like, so if you're if you have if you have mental health needs and you take medicine for it, you're no less of a person for it. And in fact, you're my hero. Now, are people sometimes over um Overprescribed? Sure, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Is 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 there an issue where where people are prescription happy? Yeah. Uh, are there in the nineties was were were most people that were diagnosed with ADHD have ADHD? Probably not, because if you've met someone that has mm, ADHD, yeah. it is not what a caricature of ADHD is. It's yeah. very different. It's it's definitely more of an anxiety thing than it is like a, I can't pay attention to you thing. Um, when I'm talking to my friend, friend, I have a friend who has legitimate ADHD, and I'll be and I'll talk to him, and I'm like, "You're you're you're making that face. You have to say something right now, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I really do. I can't focus. I have to I have to say my thought right now." I'm like, "Okay, mm. now can we move on?" But yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for noticing. So I say all this to say that what you're watching if you're trying to ever have an idea of what someone with mental health who's not doing what they need to do looks like that episode of Kanye West on Drink Champs is 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 a good thing be mm -hmm. a good thing to look at uh if you're trying to have like you know how like Iron Man 3 is accidentally like a really good 
um, way to look at PTSD and trauma. Yeah. The Kanye West episode is a is a is an interesting idea of looking at somebody who is kind of crying out for help and a lot of people have lost their sympathy for him also because parasympathetic relationships are which is like the buzzword of 2022 are unhealthy and first well they can be unhealthy and people like to watch people when they're withering away when they're when they're destroying themselves people like to watch the car crash yeah and he's done a lot of things that have hurt people in the past few years and often used his mental health as a way to say oh well you know i wasn't well so yeah 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 so when he's dissing just blaze or making fun of big sean or saying how he never liked to leave quali even oh that oh my gosh I, I don't right. mean to interject, but that's that one. I forgot all about that because the most apologetic human being for Kanye West outside of maybe Dave Chappelle is his friend Talib Kweli. So can you imagine for like since day one, someone who not only played a part in putting you where you are today, but like anytime someone the way Talib Kweli goes extra hard at people who have the same views as Kanye when it comes to Kanye, he's like, well, here's the thing. And he's very eloquent and protective of Kanye, only for Kanye to be like, ah, whatever, you know. That's very, that's very tough. Wow, I forgot all about that. But yeah, like, so that, that, so that was another thing about that, too. Like, which, that happens, too. People who protect and love you can sometimes catch the brunt of, 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 the, of your abuse, unfortunately. Right. That happens. And I think Talib Kweli was, I don't mean to laugh, that was just a, an example of that, a clear example of that. Right, so. and... So, and Kwali was just like, wait, we hung out like last week. But that, yeah, same with Big Sean. Big Sean was, yeah, both. They were just like, we just saw, oh, just plays too. They were just like, they all just saw him within a two week period. And it was like, what's, what's going on? What is this? Right. Which is, which lets you know, which shows you why, oh, this is the behavior of somebody who, um, is looking, looking at, somebody who's not doing well with their mental health because they're I don't believe that he's just like saying all this mean stuff about Talib Kweli who he just hung out with so it's almost like a like a tantrum yeah side note do you think that because just like how Pete Rock and Premier have done their various battles which is why there was no verses I don't think Nas and Jay Z will do a versus. Do you think they're trying? Do you think a Kanye Jay Z versus is is going to happen? Because in terms of their lead, like they're the two, like I guess you can include Drake also, but they're kind of like on that upper echelon status wise. Do you think that's gonna go down? I don't. What's the high? What's the highest caliber one they've done so far? Highest cat? Wow, damn, that's a good question. Because that, because this, that's a level. That's that... the biggest one. Because that, they, the, the whole thing since this is back in 2020, they've been trying to push towards a Diddy, uh, Dr. Dre one. But Dr. Dre said he's not interested. So then Jermaine Dupri, who is very much a biter but is still musically talented, was like, "Hey, Puffy, I'll battle you." And then Puffy's like, "You're not on my level," which is more than debatable. So at this point, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. 
would it be Timberland and Swiss Beats like status like from a status I mean, yeah. standpoint? Yeah, so or? I just I just don't see them doing it because they could just why would they give other people money when they could just do a That's concert together yeah. and right. make right. millions right. and millions of dollars? I can also I also know they only have a few more big ones left because <clears throat> I know once Eminem does a versus and once they get Justin Timberlake because all that all that's gonna happen at some point. Or if not, there's going to be an imitation knockoff. Like I think, it's. I think at this point, it's gotten a little too big. What started as a thing to just deal with COVID, with people just being on Instagram Live, has now become a concert <clears throat> series. You know, so it's only only place to go is down. Maybe Bone Thugs Three Six was 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 another big one too. Now that I think about it, but right. I'm just saying, like I just don't. If I were to do, if they were to do that, it would just make more sense for them to just do like. A concert. If they were to do the verses, they would wouldn't. They probably want to just be able to control the narrative, and and make it about charity or something. Because one thing, you know, sometimes it's hard to see like the forest for the trees. Like it's very strange that Kim Kardashian's new lease on life is is becoming a lawyer and trying to free incarcerated black men who were wrongly convicted or were given bad convictions and mm-hmm. that and that Kanye West was on Drink Champs for one of the episodes talking shit about his friends to try to help someone get out of jail. Yeah. So no. and and Jay Z is always, you know, even though he's like a virulent capitalist and has you know I've I have some issues there, but Yeah they are trying to institute change it's strange it's strange no we are not monoliths yeah i agree so which is all to say that people think i really like speed racer that must be my favorite wachowski movie but no i just really like speed racer compared to the fact that before four years ago it was a very unpopular opinion to like Speed Racer. I just happened to think that it was a colorful, interesting, like maximalist disaster piece. And mm. I like disaster pieces, you know, mm. and in in the canon of the Wachowski films you know, Matrix Four was like better than I expected, right? It was this very interesting meta narrative about love and what we're doing in the world right now and how the blue pill is becoming more and more interesting. We're the Oculus and the metaverse and I'm sure I've said this before. Ready Player One was essentially like, hey, blue pill guys, let's do the blue pills, right? Yeah. And I thought The Matrix 4 was cool. I think making it like be that it was always about love. Spoilers, my bad. Um, mild spoilers. Um, I wish they had come at it from a different perspective, but it, but I didn't hate it. What did, did you think? <clears throat> what did you think about Matrix Four? 
I didn't hate it either. I just am a little indifferent. It's it's a big movie, so it's like, ah, let me see it so I can have an opinion and, and maybe chime in on some conversation if I wanted to. But then I saw it, and then I was like, eh. And then I remember, too, it's like, Matrix two and three, I don't, I hadn't, I hadn't even revisited them until seeing the new one. I haven't, I've seen each of those movies once back when they came out in the theater, and that was it. So I vaguely remember stuff. But even going back to the first Matrix, I'm not, just I'm not big on those movies. But it not not enough to be like, oh, those movies suck. It's just like it's okay sometimes. But yeah, it's not my thing. And then as I'm watching this, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this isn't my thing. There's just a lot going on that's just like. I think I'm going to bow out. I'm going to go as far to say that aside like aside from the Matrix 1 the the Matrices are not even my favorite Wachowski movies. Mm. Cloud Atlas is probably my favorite Wachowski movie and I I know that there are some problematic things in that movie. Right. Um and I'd be happy to discuss them and I would never dismiss anyone's issues with them. Sure. But as far as like a bombastic non-stop movie, I just thought it was their vision perfected uh as far as their their visionary vision. Now their Netflix show Sensate was where their narrative their narrative vision was met and I now I'm Sensate is one of my favorite shows of the past 10 years that was pretty cool I I, I got into that it's funny because I wanted to talk at, at some point I did kind of want to talk about the little meld mishmash between filmmakers filmmaking television filmmakers I'm using air quotes going to television now just because it's like now more than ever on all because there's like 50 streaming platforms now so all these television shows i'm noticing like episode one is 40 minutes episode two is 70 minutes episode three is 50 minutes and i'm just and i'm more and more i'm reading about how directors who traditionally do movies are liking this format because it's like they're not stuck to like oh i have to cram everything in 110 minutes one or I have to cram everything into a two-hour movie. And as a filmmaker, a lot of people don't want to see big-budget, popular, fucking three-hour movies. So now I can space out my vision and spread things out on television. Um, and that's becoming right. more and more prevalent um, now. Like I watch all these TV shows, all these like streaming shows, and I think, just out of curiosity, sometimes I look at like who certain episodes are directed by, and I was like, oh, they used to be like they were indie filmmakers, or they were like big budget filmmakers and now they're just like ah eh, I think TV a lot of them are just like TV is where it's at there's always going to be purists but have you have you peeped Red Oaks yet I haven't I'm, I'm sorry it's fine again yeah. Red Oaks is is a, is a show by all these darlings but if you look at Sense8 um, I'll Sleep When You're Dead Twin Peaks Season 3 what are these you're you're, you're getting artists to be able to make their their most unapologetically them work, it's not necessarily their fanciest work, their best work, their their most popular work. But I'll sleep when you're dead. That yeah, that's that's um that's Winding Refn's television show, right? Oh, too old to die young. 
True I was a little like, what are you talking? Yeah, that that, and that's another one I'm thinking of too. Like, there's that's literal. If that's part of this, so too old to die young is like literally the most winding refinist winding refin you'll ever refin. Yeah. And if you don't like Nicholas Winding Refn, you will not like that movie. That show, no, excuse me. No. But well, really, some of them are. Like it, it was presented at Con. He took episodes. Uh, what was it? Five and six, I believe, and played of, them at the what? Con Film Festival. He played uh, episode five of Too Old to Die Young. Okay. Episodes five and six. He presented them as movies because some of those episodes are like ninety something minutes long, whereas others are like fifty minutes. And Absolutely. also, because, you know, technically we're still during COVID. So early, so since March of 2020 up until now, we're in, oh my gosh, we're in January of 2022. I've watched Too Well to Die Young twice now, outside of the one time I had watched it before when it first came out. So that's where I'm at. But it's like, yeah. We should we should do an episode where we finally talk about that show. That would be, please, I, I'm, I'm down. I've, I've watched it now three times, so I'm, I, got, I, I, I got so many thoughts. I may be down to do that next week because I've been thinking about rewatching it because what I want to say, what I, just my thoughts, especially yeah. with Twin Peaks Season 3, yeah. Too Old to Die Young, and Sense8, and I'm sure there are others where I'm missing, but these are ones that yeah, yeah, yeah. are like... So Sense8 was the, was the Wachowski sisters until part of Season 2 when... when Lily Wachowski was like, "Fuck, fuck y'all! I'm I'm done with Hollywood." She was forced out of. She was forced out pretty much. They say that she wasn't, but it it really seems like she wasn't ready to to share that part of her life, hmm. and that's that's disgusting. We now know that that's like a hate crime. That's violent. Um, hmm. You know, if yeah. it can literally put your some put you in danger. Um, so, like, I'll say it, like, what Perez Hilton used to do back in the day, I know he's trying to, like, make his comeback tour, but what he did was violence. That, to, it, to out somebody, to, to share if they've transitioned before they're ready to share that, is literal violence. I said it. I'm... No, no, I completely agree, and, and I'm gonna use my words carefully, but I just feel like... To be someone like Perez Hilton, who is gay, he his whole thing is to often use homosexuality as like a weaponized thing for a lot of. This was well before the Wachowskis. Um, mm-hmm. Like always, like it's like so you're gay, but then you're accusing all these celebrity men of being gay. It's like so is that a bad thing? I know we both everyone it's not, but the way he presents it sometimes it's like. So is the thing that you are gay? It's like, pick... I know we're all complicated, but when it comes to stuff like that, there, there is no complication. It's like, stop trying to use the thing you are to almost vilify and weaponize somebody as. It, it, it's very strange. It, it's like me. I'm, I'm a black man, and someone I think is hiding their racial identity. It's like, ooh, I hear you're black. It's like, why would I need to say it like that? Why would I need to, like, ooh, it's taboo to be this? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm in, proud to be black. It, it's all days, very messed up. In the days of when people had to pass, it was obviously there were reasons for it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And oh, even, yeah. Then, yeah, absolutely. Even up until, you know, like Anatoly Breuert or... Uh, uh, what's that? What's that weird movie where Anthony Hopkins plays a black man? What? I don't know. Well... As as 
so tell me, so right, so you have these people who are making these visions. So the Wachowskis Sensate is also J. Michael Straczynski and also, so there are a few people working on it, but it's like the most Wachowski thing. It's a Wachowski vision and it, it really works for me. And, but it became just Lana towards the end because Lily decided they just needed a break. They were just, they were just done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just, I, I love that. I love them. I love that television show because of how unapologetically um, it is. You ever seen that, that scene, that, um, that family guy skit where, where he's, where, where they're all about to die and he's like, I need to share something. Oh, I'm just tired of being around the kids. No, yeah. I've, I've, I never liked The Godfather. Oh, that it insists upon. Because it oh, insists yeah, that, 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 that. himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I actually really like that response. And um, I feel like, especially in, in, in the case, and I'm sure there are other TV shows like this, where like a director just has a vision and is able to do something crazy like Twin Peaks season three, uh, Too Old to Die Young, and um, Sense Eight, they insist upon themselves. Sure, and that's why I think it's dope. Um, the Human Stain is the film I'm talking about, where Anthony Hopkins plays a a black man passing. Is that what that you know? I've never seen that movie. I just know. Oh, is that what that's about? Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, sort of just gave away the entire movie, but yeah, it's all good. There's people in um, on my dad's side of the family in Virginia uh, who've been passing for white for decades. Um, interesting long story, but it just reminded me of that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I find I, you know, if people, I'm, I've never had to go through that. You know, I, I, I'm, yeah, and. I, I doubt any of you would be surprised to to find out that that I'm a cis hetero white Jewish dude, but so my identity has all, I've never had to be scared, but if but if it turned out that I was an identity that I wasn't born with, and I would want my own time. To yeah, figure of that course. out. Of course. So it's yes. And I don't I don't think I don't think uh in the case of the Wachowskis they, they really she was really was ready. It's Lily Wachowski, right? I don't wanna I wanna make sure that I'm saying yes. the right name. Yes. Yeah. So so now Lana is doing is doing her own thing and the Matrix was cool. I just would have liked I don't know. I would have just liked more. I just would have liked more. I would have liked more. Sensory. I would have liked less. It's just to me. It just it was like sensory overload. But it is the Matrix, so it's not like I didn't expect that. But still, it was just like well, there's so much happening. It made me feel like an old man. Like this is too busy. Like I, I think that I think that's how I best describe it. I felt like my dad. This is too busy. It's not for me. Well, yeah. It's like in the. Um the, the movie Amadeus where the king says there's too many notes right yes yeah. 
So, no, I, I, I would have liked more story building, not more, um, not more action. There was too much yeah. action. I wanted, I would have liked more of the psychopomp. That's what makes the first one. And, oh, yeah, I could just, I could talk about the Wachowskis all day because I, I even liked Jupiter Ascending, even though that's probably, aside from the Matrix ones, it, their most flawed film yeah i saw i actually watched that i saw yeah it's not very good but i but that's another movie it's similar to speed racer in that yeah speed racer more and more now has its cult following but as far from day one as far as history goes speed racer was very hated generally speaking and jupiter ascending is another one where it's just like people hate it so much that it's like, what's the point of me even expressing that I don't like it? It just feels like the ultimate unnecessary pylon to the pylon. It's just like, eh, I don't like it, but I don't need to announce to anyone that I don't. Enough people have already said really mean, vile things about it. So what right. is me saying, I don't like it? What, what is that going to do? Well, right. I'm, fe- I'm, I'm feeling that more and more just about a lot of movies. In gen- e- even movies I like. Like if there's like certain bigger movies, like, oh, it's great. It's like, yeah, it's great. What else? What What's... What else can I say about it? I can enjoy it internally without necessarily expressing, which is funny, you know, as a film critic, to say that is very strange. It's very counterproductive, but it is what it is. You know, it's funny, like, um, right, like, there's there have been a bunch of Hollywood movies this year where I was just like, oh, it's cool. It's fine. Like, like, uh, like Shang-Chi. Uh, yes. Aside from, aside from, Ben Kingsley. The movie was like fine. I loved Ben Kings- Kingsley's return in the movie. No, I did too, and that's my thing. Now it's like <clears throat> I don't talk too much trash about like Marvel. The one thing I'll say, like these, th- this new recent. I mean, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's great. I, I really like Hawkeye. But- yes, I will be on. I will be on a podcast on the Graphic Policy Channel with. John Arminio talking about Hawkeye soon. Oh, sick, sick. But I just think this phase of Marvel overall is just kind of meh. However, the one thing that's not meh is they're really, like, it's over now. Like, the Netflix stuff is here, the Disney Plus stuff is here, and the movies are over here. Like, no, everything is connected now, and I I do appreciate the ambition. I, I know... There's a whole machine behind it and big budgets, and but still, like it does take a lot to like. We're gonna take this person from this show, put him in this movie. We're gonna take this person from this movie, put it in this. Blah blah. blah, blah all these little characters. Like, it's now right. starting to what little I know about comics. It's starting to feel very comic book like. We're like right. like and a graphic novel, like where you read this something. And it's like oh, this character from episode from seventeen <clears throat> years ago I'll- just shows up for like a couple of pages, and it's like oh, I, I you know I like that. And also in comic books, it's sort of like you have the big event like once a year or every other year. And then you have the regular stories the other time. So now that they're not now that they don't have to worry about the Infinity War and they can take their time developing the next big thing they're they can just tell like smaller stories. They won't, but they can. And, you know, so. As a whole, I think the television shows were fine. I yeah. thought uh, I thought Black Widow was fine. Um, mm. 
I said fine. That's all I'm no, saying. No, no, I'm saying I, then I'll just express different. I thought that it was not a good movie. In addition to being a good movie, another personal thing is when you know that a character <clears throat> is already dead. I just have a problem going back. It's like when uh, if you watch Better Call Saul, seeing Mike is kind of like, oh man, it's yeah. like that's a more personal that 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 that's a my problem than the rest of the world's problem. But it's like it's tough to get to 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 get into. Um, yeah, it can so. be hard. Like even like yeah, even when when you know if you know someone's gonna die at the beginning of a movie, sometimes it's just kind of like I don't know. Sometimes I just don't like it. It's hard to get into it. Or then sometimes it works. Like the Roots album, Undone. Mm-hmm. They did that one really well. That's mm. one of my favorite later Roots albums. Okay, maybe I'll go back. I, I mean, I have it. I only listened to it once, so I should go back and listen oh, to no, it. Oh, no, it's good. It's good. There's there's some really good songs on there. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's That's a good one for real. You know, and, um, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I thought you were done. No, 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 it's totally fine. I a lot of these ones are okay, or just uh, you know, Shang Chi was just like going through the motions with some cool ideas, and then um, Spider Man. Do you see Spider Man yet? Yes. Okay. It's just like why? So you have one of the most popular storylines of all time, which is um, Enter the Spider Verse. And then mm-hmm. you have one of the most unpopular storylines of all time, which is called One More Day. And you decide I don't to... know that one. So, you don't have to explain it. I'm I'm just not familiar. No, do you remember the, the, the end of the Spider Man movie? Which spy wait, which spy the end of which Spider Man movie? The uh the Spider Man movie Far From Home? No, what yes. was the what was the name of the newest Spider Man movie? No Way Home, the, the 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 current one. Yes. Yeah, No Way Home. Okay. Did you remember the last scene of No Way Home? Yes. So that last scene is basically the beginning of the most hated storyline of Spider-Man of the last twenty years. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. All right. Though it is sort of like in Civil War, the comic book Civil War. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker reveals himself as Spider-Man, whereas in the MCU he's revealed by by um, what Mysterio, mm-hmm. and right, yeah. So and then there is a way for them to cover that back up, and that was done yeah. in uh, One More Day, which. Yeah. So I don't want to go too deep into Spider-Man, but I just thought that they had all this potential and. And they wasted it. Even though it wasn't a bad movie, it wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't. No, it, it, it was not. I just wish they had been more creative. Same. I felt the same way about um, Eternals. I didn't think Eternals was that good, uh, unfortunately. <clears throat> and I'm so someone was, who wanted to like it because I like Chloe, Chloe Zhao. Zhao even we love though, Chloe Zhao. You know, we, we, we absolutely do. Here's what I'll say about it. I like that it really looked like a different type of movie. And like it it had a different vibe. There's a lot of daytime. I thought the there were lots of things about the Eternals I liked and the things that I didn't like about the Eternals I don't blame on direction. 
Yeah, no, I mean, you you really can't. It, it's These movies are not, as much as they might try to push it, it's not about this director's singular vision. Like, there's a whole entire machine behind it where they don't even, like, necessarily, I'm using air quotes, direct the whole movie. They're not really part of the whole process. That's not a criticism or a judgment. It's just, it is what it is. Um, and it's funny you say that, too, because for a movie to be in daytime so much, I thought it was kind of drab-looking a lot. I don't know. I'm not the only person who thought that. I just thought for something, a movie like that, yeah, it was a little... For a movie that has so many colors in CGI, it just had a little flat look to it. I don't know. I know. But, but that's what I thought about The Eternals. I was like, it was exciting that it was different. I liked all the characters. I was, I thought it could have been either 45 minutes shorter or 45 minutes longer. Hmm. That's, I think that's the case with a lot of movies, I feel like, these I days. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Any other superhero shit you enjoyed recently? Well, I didn't get to all... So, uh, Shang-Chi, I thought the first half was much better than the second half. Um, I think it would be nice... It's. I guess it's a little too late at this point, because there there's already sequel talk and possibly getting, you know folks want Jackie Chan to be on board and it's like you know I'm not trying to be like Mr. Purist pretentious but there's a lot of people to be like it would even though he's old Jackie Chan still does his thing it would just be weird to have someone who's known for like no I'll do it myself to be kind of special affected and CGI'd out it's almost like anti-Jackie Chan it's like when people make these grindhouse homage movies, but they have these like twenty, thirty, forty million dollar budgets behind it. It's almost mm-hmm. like we understand that you have respect for this genre for these people, but you're going about it literally the opposite way of what they were. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, uh, we're gonna make a DIY, we're gonna make a DIY album and blah blah. blah but then you have like a million resources behind you. It, it's just kind of. It's oxymoronic right. to, 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 to some degree. And I just think there were certain parts, because there's no doubt there were just factually, they were referencing old, like, Golden Harvest movie scenes, Shaw oh, Brothers, etc., etc. It would have been but, awesome if they were more involved in it. And I hope yeah. that I hope that in the sequel, they, they really make it like the wuxia masterpiece that it could be. I agree. And, and you saw... In later, post-70s and 80s, someone like Ang Lee did that. Right. So it can be done. You know what I'm saying? And it can be done on a large scale. But there's just certain scenes, too, where, like, this isn't much of a spoiler, but there's, like, a scene kind of early on in the movie where Tony Lang, you know, Shang-Chi's father, he, you know, his jeep flips over, and then this thing happens, and he's standing in front of these trees, and they're just these, like, cartoony look. It's like you couldn't just go to a real forest. Like stuff like that really took me out of the movie. I'm, I'm I'm gonna be honest. Like some of the settings were so obviously blue sc- green screen. Sorry, it was just like this. Just seems weird. Like just go find some trees and film the scene in front of some trees. I I I I don't understand. I know that sounds nitpicky, but I I it's also not. So no, but, I think it's it's fine. You know, yeah, but you know, and this was like. Uh, Destin Daniel Cretton's first like action movie so right. they're trying to they're trying I, I like them getting directors that 
don't make action movies to try this, but maybe they should co-direct. Like, what if... I agree. Like, because I know that they're being directed by committee anyway. So what yeah. if they're... What if, like, like, Chloe Zhao was also working with some action person and Destin was co-directing with, like an Ang Lee type character or I'm sure or Sammo Hung or something like yeah, that or Jackie Chan like they also right. those guys also directed movies too they're not just movie stars you know what I'm saying yeah like that's a very good point like I go back to this whole Jackie this whole campaign to get Jackie Chan in the next Shang-Chi is funny because there's a scene you know midway into Shang-Chi where they're fighting on some scaffolding and they're clearly referencing stuff like you know Project A2 where Jackie Chan had this elaborate fight scene on scaffolding but it was all the all people were really falling and doing stuff, and now you have this thing in Shang-Chi, and it looks like a video game. Again, it's it's kind of like we've seen decades prior with fraction of the budget that you can pull it off and make it look good. Yeah, like what um, if so. what if Zhang Yimou like co-directed, right? Yeah. Or, or what if he just directed it? Like, why not? Like, yeah. Or get someone who you know, like someone behind a film like. Maybe not as violent, but I'm just saying someone with the vision behind something like Raid or The Night Comes for Us, you know, behind like this next Blade film. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that like, would be amazing. Like, especially it, it really would. It really would. Considering like Daredevil season. Yes. The exactly. show Daredevil could not exist without the Raid. And we, you just nailed. Yeah. Like, again, like something that's not even that long ago shows that it can be done. And look cool and brutal and crazy and and not need to be all fake looking. Yeah, exactly. Dare, I think Daredevil is a perfect example. So did you did you know that all those movies were directed by a Welsh dude? All all of which movies? I'm sorry. The the raid the raid was. Yeah yeah yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah yeah. I, but who directed who directed Night Comes for Us? That's what I want to know. What's it, is it Timo? Ma, uh, I don't want to get the man's name wrong. Hold on, I have a a research thing right in front of me. Timo Taj. Oh, I was right. Oh, Timo oh, Tajanto. I, yeah, Taj, yeah, 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 yeah. I would I would love to see him direct a Marvel movie. Yeah. Or or a DC movie since DC's more willing to do, you know, other stuff. Yeah, um, and, and and be different. I'm really excited about. There's only been so they've been really tight lipped. There's only a couple of little status updates, but I'm really excited about this next Shazam movie. Um, I'm excited for Shazam. I'm, I'm you know let uh, I'm in, I'm interested to see what they do what they do now that they're sort of just like what we're going to do whatever we were going to do and them and the peacemaker looks awesome and yeah 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 look yeah i'm looking forward to that and it's i also am i right that currently i'm not talking about robert pattinson i'm talking about in the dc universe we currently still don't have a superman or a batman is that correct uh well kind of yes, yes i know because no. i know the flash movie kind of has one but i'm just saying going so, forward so the flash movie has Two Batman in it. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're and right. You're right. You're one right. of right. those Batman is going to be uh, Batman in another movie. So really, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. similar. If it's the same actor I'm talking about, he's coming back into the Marvel universe as well. Yes, he is. 
Okay, so we're talking about the same. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know about the Batman part. Spo- but, okay. uh, spoiler alert. Um, yeah. So in in the Flash movie, which is a multi multiple universe movie, mm-hmm. um, one of the characters is Michael Keaton as Bruce yeah. Wayne. Yes. And he is going to be Bruce Wayne in another DC universe movie. Batwoman, which is going to be, I everyone believes, a riff on Batman Beyond. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. So that's what people are saying. And uh, is Henry Cavill done as Superman? That's what I. It was reported he was out. It was absolutely reported that he. Okay, was, so then there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm not paying attention to that stuff. I, yeah. you know, I just yeah. I'm. I just got back into this groove and you know speaking speaking sure. of the groove I think we got a groove on out yeah I do my my emails are starting to pile up and I'm getting anxious now so okay yeah so yeah want to um talk about next week um talk about too old to die young and then we'll do the year end episode I still need to catch up on I a do. couple things Yes, so do I. I said I was going to watch some stuff last episode, and I still haven't, so, yeah. Yeah. Life happens, baby. All right. Love you, bro. All right. right. Peace. You don't love me? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Don't. Yes, I do. Yes. That was like a... Yes. I went to Paris and France. found a little I know I should have been good I never thought that I would Go across and baby Cross my heart Put a little rockin' in a little wild I me thinking about a little valley What's a lonely boy to do What's so Stay on my own, little birdie had flown, left the number of the telephone. I walked right out on the street, spilling a hole in my jeans, piece of paper with a message on.